0: Welcome. Thanks for listening to a certain degree. My name is Nick. I host a weekly radio show that gets turned into this podcast. This one, the one you're listening to right now. If you're an early riser, you can listen live every Monday starting at 7am on WPRK 91.5 FM. It also streams on WPRK.org or you can subscribe wherever you subscribe to podcasts. Regardless of where you listen, this show is about people from the Orlando area who are doing something neat. This is a great episode with one of my favorite people, Debbie Goetz. She's the driving force behind two local papers in Orlando. She shines a light on the amazing people and institutions here, and she's terribly modest, so I was really happy to speak with her on the air. For more on Debbie and all of the other guests, please visit to a certain degree.com. And now on with the show. Ingrid Michaelson on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida, from her album Lights Out. That was Home. Good morning. My name is Nick. You're listening to A Certain Degree on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. Speaking of home, I have somebody who calls Central Florida home, who does a lot of wonderful things for Central Florida. I mentioned her last week in the episode or a couple of weeks ago. In the episode about community builders, my friend, my colleague, my uh, boss on occasion, Debbie Getz. Good morning, Debbie. Good
1: morning. Thank you
0: so much for being here.
1: Oh, I'm honored. Thank you. Are you really? I really am. Okay, great. This is like fancy.
0: Um, looking around the room, it is college radio.
1: You know, you just don't get, being on the radio. You don't get out much. Yeah, and that's true. You yeah, see okay. my shirt. I go to, I'm in bed by nine every night. Okay.
0: <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that because you're up by three working on such things as the downtown community paper, the College Park community paper. And we'll talk all about those things in a little bit, um, including happy 30th anniversary to the College Park community paper.
1: Thank you. You're welcome. Isn't that awesome.
0: Yeah. So 1989, it started officially.
1: It did. Not by me. Right. I was too young for that, of course. You were two years <laughs> old at that <laughs> exactly. time. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 30 years.
0: And you came in how long ago?
1: I bought the paper in 2010. Okay. When the original owner, you know, she was just ready to do something different. And she called me and said, I think you should buy this thing. <laughs> I didn't know what I was doing, but I did and have been learning ever since. Still learning.
0: Well, and I, we'll get into that a little bit because I want to hear about your, you know, the impetus to buy it, I think, was from a business perspective. But then you realized mm-hmm. that it was, you know, community building yes. as well. So we'll talk about that. So Debbie... Though, uh, you and I have sat down to, to meals. We've mm-hmm. eaten together. We've had coffee together. We've spoken. But I want to get to know you still a little bit better. So everyone okay. who comes on the show, we play a game. We play 20 questions. But instead of saying yes or no or up or down, we're going to play a game today called Indiana Jones or the Temple of Doom.
1: Oh my gosh! I didn't watch those movies, so you—that's
0: fine. Okay, Indiana Jones. You say that if you're for something, okay. so you like something. It's Harrison Ford. He's so cute. He's very cute, even now. Yeah. Even still. Yes, he's he's, aging well. he's Han Solo and Indiana Jones in all of our hearts. Uh, the Temple of Doom is probably not a great place to hang out. All right, gotcha. Because it's got doom in the title. Um, nothing wrong with temple, I guess, but it's the Temple of Doom. So if you're, so if I say something and you like it, Indiana Jones. Okay. If you hate it, no. Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom. Yes. Yeah, I was okay. waiting. I, that was. I'm a sorry. prompt. Oh,
1: it's no, early. No, I'm fine. still waking up. That's
0: fine. Uh, <laughs> so it is uh, fall almost. Orange County has started school already. What did you? How did you feel about going back to school in the fall? Oh my gosh! When you I were loved a kid? it. So Indiana loved Indiana Jones. I'm
1: sorry, Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I started having all these visions of my brand new notebook and my pencils and my new outfit for the first day.
0: So, did you enjoy summer break?
1: I did, but my we didn't do a whole lot in okay. my family, and I loved being in school and just being around all my friends. So, yeah. I was always super excited for the first day of school. I know it sounds weird, but no, no, I loved that's it.
0: fine. That's great. Uh, okay, but How- when
1: my kids were little, I loved summer break. Oh so them. you were the opposite. Yeah. Okay. So we had yeah, we had lots of fun.
0: So you guys did a lot of things. Yeah. And vacations then,
1: and beach and
0: when you're when they were back in school, you're like, ugh, now I'm back to the routine.
1: No. Then then I was ready. Yeah. Yeah, you were relieved I was ready. that they were back yeah. in school. Yeah.
0: Okay, that makes sense. All right. What about driverless cars? Indiana Jones oh, or the Temple of Doom?
1: Temple of Doom for sure. How come? For me personally. Yeah. So I don't mind them being on the uh, road.
0: Debbie, I'm just asking about your opinion.
1: Scared to death.
0: To I don't be in want one. you to be representing anybody else but yourself. Okay. So just for you, <laughs> Temple, Temple of, of Doom on driverless cars.
1: Yes. This that feeling of not I don't know not being in control.
0: So in the car.
1: In the car. You but you like, could take it back, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you'd can. you be sitting in the driver's seat, from what I understand. Okay. And you could always take it back. So maybe it's on the highway that you're, you know, a long stretch of highway. You could just click the button or
1: yeah, I just, say I something. I don't know that I would trust it. I don't know that I could relax, you know, to read a book or whatever people do.
0: What would you do? Okay, if you felt comfortable enough, what would you do in the car? Read a book. Read a book? Yeah. Because that's what you don't get enough time to do.
1: Yes, I yeah. love reading.
0: Okay. That makes sense. I mean, you run to newspapers.
1: Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah.
0: Okay. So then do you also feel like the car might try to kill you at some point? It might not rise up purpose. against you? Oh, okay. So it's an accident. It would be an accident. Okay. So for all your driverless cars listening, <laughs> Debbie doesn't have any issues with you.
1: No, it's not their fault. Okay, If great. they mess up.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Uh, how do you feel, Indiana Jones or the Temple of Doom, about the beach
1: Oh, Indiana Jones. Yeah, you're a yeah, big fan? I am. Did you grow up here? I did. Grew up in Orlando going to the beach. My parents were from Michigan, so back then when we went to the beach, we always went to Daytona. But um, oh, I'm so sorry. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I
0: grew up there so I can say that.
1: With those um screen, remember the shirts you would get with the airbrush? Oh, for yeah, sure. On the That's boardwalk.
0: when my family moved to Daytona, um the Greek community there you would typically either go into retail, and that was gift shops, or into restaurants. And we did the gift shop. So,
1: oh, so you did uh, this. screen I,
0: Even now, when I go on vacation, I'm always expecting sort of the worst experience from the tourist traps. Yeah. So I don't buy anything. I never go into a gift shop the whole nine yards. And then I'm always really? kind of pleasantly surprised.
1: That's so interesting. Yeah. It affected you that deeply.
0: Oh, 100%. <laughs> One hundred percent. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But now New Smyrna. That's that's. Yeah. New Smyrna is great. We love going there. In fact, Steve and I, my boyfriend, Steve, um, I we moved in together last year. And so I sold my house and um, we just bought a little condo over there. So we're fixing that up and have a little getaway spot. So nice. excited. Yeah. So I can fun. borrow that whenever I want. Absolutely. Wonderful. Time. Wonderful.
0: <laughs> I, I may I say that on the air to so make you seem nicer than you are since you would normally say no to me.
1: I would not. Indiana
0: oh Jones gosh. or the Temple of Doom Professional Wrestling?
1: Ugh, Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom. When I was in junior high school, I saw a boy, this nerdy kid. I won't say his name okay, just great. in case. Yeah. But he got beat up and that affected me deeply. I cannot stand, I always close my eyes at movies when there's a fight I can't stand watching wrestling, people hurting each uh, other. Any kind of violence. Any ki- uh, Even
0: if you know it's scripted or like I, fictional no, like I, a movie. I can't
1: do it. I have this visceral response. I'm back in the sixth grade watching this kid get beaten up. Yeah. I don't, I don't do know you feel like right it right. would
0: help if you found out that he got his revenge on his uh, the people who beat him up?
1: That would be awesome. But I will never get rid of the vision of him. Uh, yeah, so that me. won't help. It's kind of a heavy story, okay. but yeah. <laughs> All right.
0: So what you need is to be able to go back in time save
1: and him. Save, him. save
0: him or um, yourself or just cover your eyes. Yeah. You're not missing much for most movies, I'll be honest with you. No? No. A lot of the fight scenes are, you know, really fake looking.
1: We're watching Yellowstone right now. Mm-hmm. And every every five minutes, someone's beating... Someone else up, so I close my eyes a lot during that. Is that
0: show. Uh, where they're fighting the geysers?
1: Um, <laughs> is people no. fighting geysers for the most part. No, you probably don't. I guess you don't know what. I have no is. idea what that it's is. So good. Okay. Kevin, Kevin Costner's the star. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, it's all right. good, very good.
0: Uh, Indiana Jones or the Temple of Doom, and this is funny because this is all from the same universe. Star Wars: Galaxy's Edge. How do you feel about the new part of the theme park out there?
1: Uh. <clears throat> temple of doom okay for me personally yeah i've never been into those kinds of movies star trek star wars do you go to the theme, theme parks a lot no i worked at disney when i was a teenager i did parades out there and then i worked at wet and wild and that kind of just spoiled theme parks for me
0: so you kind of like with me and gift shops
1: yeah yeah and and people getting beaten up yeah. oh <laughs> The junior, okay. high, junior high, kid. Remember? Yeah, I stuff didn't Stuff like know. affects you forever. <laughs>
0: oh, okay. I didn't know if you saw people getting beaten <laughs> no, up at sorry. Disney no, and whatnot. <laughs>
1: oh, and my poor kids growing up, we never went to Disney because I just, I don't know, just the, I don't like the crowds and it's I don't too know, much. It's yeah, too no, much. no, no. I'm with you. We
0: barely go. Yeah. And I've, we've been here their whole lives. Really? Yeah.
1: Well, I think it's good for the people who love that stuff, though, that oh, they have 100%, something to yeah, go and be passionate about, like the um. What's the other, the book series that Harry like, Potter, Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah. People really love that. People
0: love that. Actually. Okay. So that's a good question then. If you can't watch a fight mm-hmm. when you love to read, mm-hmm. what happens when you're reading about a fight? You have to skip that? No. Okay.
1: I can read through it.
0: You can read through a fight. You I just can't watch just a fight. I just want to see it. Okay. So what about graphic novels? What about a depiction of a fight in art?
1: Um, so am I supposed to say Temple of Doom? Or no, 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 no. <laughs> this is
0: just a question that I'm asking. Because, you know, in case I ever have to show you something that involves a fight, I want to know what you don't want to see.
1: Oh, like if it was just a, a picture of yeah. a snapshot of a fight? Yeah. I mean, I could see that. I wouldn't like it, but.
0: Okay. All right. Very good. I don't know why I needed to know that. Let's, let's move just in on. in case. Uh, there is a chain of stores up in Pennsylvania and Ohio called Grandpa Joe's Candy Shop, and they just started offering something new, and I want you to respond, Indiana Jones or the Temple of Doom, to their new product, chocolate-covered Oreos (gasps) stuffed with pickles.
1: You know, I'm going to say Indiana Jones.
0: I am curious about it.
1: I am too. I love pickles, and Uh I love Oreos. And chocolate. And chocolate, and I love like putting, you know, sweet
0: and savory kind Doritos of Doritos on the peanut butter sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. I th- yeah I I'm, I'm really
0: curious about it. So what they do is they take a very thin slice of pickle. They open up the Oreo. They put the pickle in, close it, cover it in chocolate.
1: Ooh, they should deep fry it. Well,
0: obviously they should deep fry it. Anytime <laughs> we're talking edit. about food, yeah. they should deep fry it. But yeah. So I was curious about that. They just started offering those. And of course, mm. because it's just weird enough, it's, it's making a lot of national news. So That is weird. Actually, let, let's add to that then. Okay. What could we stuff into Oreos here in town to get the attention back on Orlando as it should be all the time? What is an Orlando thing? Because <laughs> I was thinking, you know, normally it would be like bacon or something like that. But is there any... I was going to
1: say beef jerky. Yeah. I don't know that why that just popped into my head. Well, that's one that of the, the questions I was going to
0: <laughs> ask. And now I'm not going to ask it because you already said it. That's fine. I mean, fine. I don't
1: like beef Beef jerky. It's too but, late
0: for that now, okay, Debbie. <laughs> You've lost that opportunity to respond to beef jerky. <laughs> I
1: messed up your questions. <laughs> all
0: right, how about uh so we're talking about Oreos, how about sandwiches? Indiana Jones or the Temple of Doom?
1: <sighs> Temple of Doom. Really? Because I'm getting older. As and, we all and are. And eating bread is just not a good thing for me.
0: Okay, but take it back a step. In general, you like sandwiches. I,
1: so yeah, Indiana Jones, okay. but in real life, <laughs> Temple of Doom.
0: They're, to my body, they cause a Temple of Doom,
1: there you go. but
0: to my mouth, they're Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. Got it. Mm. Did you have, you've been here for a long time. Do you have like a favorite sandwich? Was there a place that you always like to go to?
1: You know, I love a good, this is not very exciting, but I love a good egg salad sandwich. Like from the no, little diners great. locally, yeah, like yeah. Um, Shaker's Cafe in College Park or, or Christo's. Yeah. It just reminds me of my childhood and that's kind of my favorite sandwich.
0: You know, that's funny because it's something you don't think about that often, mm-hmm. but then you like, oh, that's good. It does remind you of a bygone time. It's mm-hmm. It's tasty. You don't have to cook anything like when it's already prepared and everything. Right. So it's really nice to have. Yeah. And then if you're like me, you put way too much on the sandwich and it like bulges out the sides and back. All the time. Yeah.
1: Okay. Paninis are good too. I am
0: starving now. I know, right? Yeah. That was not smart of me to put all Mm -hmm. these food things on here. How do you feel about Indiana Jones or the Temple of Doom sleep?
1: Oh, Indiana Jones.
0: You like to sleep. You're literally wearing a shirt... That says i'm ride or die until about 9 p.m or so
1: because i have to get my sleep
0: how much do you have to sleep
1: so i need a solid eight if i get a solid eight you're functional i am functional wow okay. if i don't i feel ill and I, mm-hmm. so i'll take a nap
0: okay I nap See, i can't a nap lot. i'm terrible at napping
1: I'm not. My body wakes up an hour later. Boom. Oh, I don't really? even need to set an alarm clock or anything. And
0: you're awake then?
1: And I'm wide awake, ready to go.
0: My problem is I have trouble going to sleep, regardless if it's a nap or a you know a regular sleep. Is that what they call it? Mm. Sleep? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then what happens is I have trouble waking up. So Always? like a 30 to hour, um, 60 minute nap uh, it will kill me.
1: Really? Yeah. Is it and hard then, for you to wake up in the morning? Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. How much sleep are you getting?
0: Uh, four to oh,
1: three man. hours. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, maybe that's your problem. Yeah,
0: Mondays are a little bit weird just because I have to get up early to do this. But yeah, it's, it's not a lot. But it's not about me, Debbie. It's about you. So let's move on to the next one. Uh, the city of Orlando, you yes. have a monthly newspaper magazine periodical that goes out to ten thousand people downtown, another three thousand people, thirty five hundred get it uh at like different businesses and stuff around town. Yes. How do you feel and what would you think about introducing crowdshare scooters to downtown Orlando? Indiana oh, Jones or the Temple, Temple of Doom? Temple of Doom. Okay.
1: You know why? I keep reading in the newspaper about people getting um hurt and killed by those things. Some grandma somewhere just recently, I think I don't know, she got killed or Broke her hip or something, someone ran into her. I don't like them.
0: Everywhere you see them, when they do the coverage, yeah, there's definitely a lot. Like the injuries spike, right? Yeah. Of course. And you're looking at everything from pretty serious stuff. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard of any fatalities, but I've heard of you know pretty serious yeah, I have. injuries, broken bones, mm-hmm. lacerations.
1: Yeah. I, all I, that I mean, stuff. they look cool. It, you know. They're fun to ride, but they, you know, they just make me too nervous, especially in Orlando. Yeah. But how would that even.
0: I saw them out in Tampa. So I was there recently, and it was down by the museum and the Glazer Children's Museum. Mm-hmm. So it was around that uh, Riverside area, across the way from University of Tampa. Okay, and it felt like the streets and the sidewalks were big enough to accommodate them.
1: So yeah,
0: but downtown Orlando, the sidewalks are mm-hmm. really small, um, and when they're not, just packed with people, and the one-way streets are not that friendly to any kind of other vehicles, Mm-mm. typically. So it would be interesting to see. So what about, okay, so that's for Orlando. What about in general? What do you think about that? Because you, you like the rideshare bikes, I would imagine. Oh,
1: yes. Yeah. I, I, I love bikes. I, I just think we should stick to the bikes. Okay. Well, except if you lived in the really hilly, well, they go, well, they, they, the, they some electric they go, assist. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I think we should just stick with the bikes.
0: Stick with bikes. Yeah. That's what we say here at uh, the downtown Orlando community paper.
1: Yep. It's official. Okay. That's our official stance. (laughs) That's our stance.
0: (laughs) We take some stances here. Uh, Okay. Cursive. Indiana Jones or the Temple of Doom. So you like to read? Yes. You like to write?
1: Yes. In cursive. Do you like to write in cursive? Yes. And So Indiana Jones. It makes me so sad that kids today, like, you know, in their 20s, they don't know how to write a thank you note. I get thank you notes from interns a lot you know after the end of their semester and they're so sweet but they're they look like they're written by a second grader it's so funny to me <laughs> or signing their name you know like yeah it's a shame
0: well and that's one of the reasons i bought a typewriter was because my handwriting is so bad in cursive or otherwise yeah well you're a guy i that never sat down and practiced it yeah. yeah um or really cared that much <laughs> oh i either. loved it
1: i the, the artistry of it I just love that.
0: So, did you draw when you were a kid? Was that like a gateway drug yeah, into I did. You know, other we didn't things?
1: Have, we didn't have, you know, computers or mm-hmm. and my dad was very strict about the TV watching. So, yeah, I did a lot of drawing, a lot of, I would write stories and color, draw pictures, make things. That's
0: interesting. So, you had the opportunity to practice that a bit. And well, so, I learned it's still, it. I mean, it was a, yeah. Cl- yeah, it was a class. Yeah. Well, I mean, I learned it in, in school too, yeah. but I hardly ever use it. Yeah, I would
1: practice writing my name, you know, to get the style down just right. (laughs) Nice. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, Yeah. my signature is, if you ever want to um, play me in a situation or just steal my identity, Mm -hmm. my signature is different every time. Perfect. It would be very easy to do. I probably shouldn't say that on the radio. I
1: find that with with, uh, guys' signatures. They're easy to forge. Okay, great. So that's, that's for all the girls out there listening. Interesting. <laughs>
0: or, you know, your boyfriend, Steve.
1: Yeah. Uh, d- so. is very easy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Indiana Jones or the Temple of Doom. Uh, Disney remaking all these cartoons into live action movies. How do you feel about that? Temple. Was that about the time your, your kids were yeah. little, I, like the yeah. Little Mermaid and oh, Lion King? I
1: loved those. I, tem- yeah, Temple of Doom. Yeah. I don't like it. I just I just think leave those classics alone. Don't you love the music and the...
0: I do. So I was a little bit older, but I was taking my goddaughter typically to those movies. So Mm -hmm. um, it was sort of an excuse for me to go because I really liked the animated movies when I was a kid. And, uh, you know, we didn't have that many. It was the re-releases of a lot of them or Mm -hmm. it was like the, um, you know, whichever ones were the late 80s or late 70s and 80s, like um, The Rescuers and things like that. So when the Lion King, Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast came along, that was sort of their, you know, second uh, golden age okay. of Disney movies, right? There were yeah. some, you know, the old Snow Whites and all that were really incredible. And then there wasn't a lot that were that memorable until you got to those again, where they had the incredible music and they had the other things. And there were, of course, there were some issues um, with them. And I don't mind the remakes as much. But when you remake it word for word and scene for scene and all of that, like what's the mm-hmm. point?
1: Did you cry when you watched the Lion King? Of course. I was so impressed by that that you can watch an animated movie that makes you cry. yeah, that was the first time I'd ever cried at an animated movie it when we're talking amazing. about
0: the Hakuna Matata song, right? Yeah. like I cried during that um are you talking no. about another scene
1: in Lion King? No, is there
0: another I, scene where you cried
1: when some when who died someone died Mufasa the father yeah yeah that made me cry
0: oh 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 (laughs) yeah 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 that's what i'm thinking of it wasn't hakuna matata
1: (laughs) see there you go with your sarcasm again you throw me off
0: (laughs) tiny houses indiana jones or the temple of doom
1: indiana jones aren't those cool
0: they are but would you okay so you're for them but would you live in one
1: so I think I would live in one like part time. So if I had another house somewhere else, like I could see them being like the ne- the answer to condos, you know, vacation homes, that sort of thing.
0: Okay. Because you're not going to be in the house that so, it's almost like a hotel room, right? Like, yeah, you don't want the so most no, comfortable I, hotel room because you're going to be out and about if you're on vacation.
1: Exactly. So I think they're super cool. Yeah. I, I love the thought of someone being able to have a home that maybe they couldn't afford to buy a. Three thousand square foot house, but they just want to own something that's theirs, you know.
0: Do you have too much stuff though? You can't fit in.
1: Um. Yeah. Okay. I do for now.
0: Steve, get rid of some stuff, and then you guys can get a tiny house.
1: Well, yeah, he already got rid of a lot of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I love that I'm just talking. I moved in. I know.
0: Uh, Okay, last one for now. Cobbler, the dessert, (sighs) not the person who fixes your shoes. Indiana Jones or the Temple of Doom.
1: Indiana Jones.
0: Wow, you are like you're drooling a oh little bit. Yeah.
1: My favorite. Is it really hot with ice cream on top.
0: Any particular type fruit?
1: Oh, uh, I guess my favorite would be blueberry cobbler. Mm. You know, with that crunchy stuff on top and yeah. the the ice cream and then um apple cobbler or hot apple pie. That would work too.
0: Yeah, yeah. But cobbler, but is, cobbler is different. already yeah. very chaotic. So you're, mm. a, you're a pie or cobbler then? Cobbler. Okay, so you're a chaotic person.
1: I am. I okay. like mushing everything all together. Yeah, that's great. Yeah.
0: All right, well, let's leave it at that for now. Thank you, Debbie, so much. Um, today, also just real quick for fellow Canadians' birthday, uh, Matthew Perry turns 50 today.
1: Aw, I yeah. love him.
0: So, uh, was that a big thing for you? It was like friends and yeah. 90s. and yeah. yeah. What's the most 90s thing you ever did or you, you remember about yourself?
1: My hair. Yeah. You it had was some really Jennifer big. Aniston hair. It was really big. Yeah. It was big in the 80s, but it was big and longer. Oh, you know who my, my hair looked just like um, uh, Seinfeld? What's her name? Elaine. Oh, okay. That was my hair.
0: That was your hair. Yep. I'm trying to imagine that. We'll have to (laughs) find some pictures so we can put that up
1: on the
0: website. Speaking of website, where can we find more about the community papers, the downtown Orlando community paper and the college park community paper? So
1: downtown is otownpaper.com and college park is collegeparkpaper.com.
0: And if you don't live, so those are mailed to residents of both of those areas. So basically Mm -hmm. those two zip codes if you if you don't get them mailed to you and you want them, you can go to the website, obviously, and Yeah, we have everything. the full
1: um, digital edition of each paper is yep. online, but then you can also get a subscription and we'll send it to you.
0: Yeah, and I like that because I'm a paper guy. I like publications. I like things in my, I like artifacts. Yeah. I like stuff in my hot little hands. Mm-hmm. And my hands are very hot. They're very sweaty all the time. So, so that's why mine. I call them hot little hands. Uh, but yeah so you can get them at a lot of businesses as well yeah, especially in like much- the milk district I was like picking it up there yeah, and, and sitting at Stasio's and having a sandwich and reading the paper
1: aww love that yeah
0: so let's leave it at that for now thank you and uh, we'll be back with more about Debbie Getz. you're listening to a certain degree on WPRK Winter Park Florida this is Noah and the whale give it all back I just said it like that because I wanted to uh, thanks If you like food and intelligent talk about food, you won't find a better podcast than Offcuts. It's part of the excellent PFT media network of shows here in Orlando, and Elliot and Allison are amazing hosts. It's a thoughtful, delicious, disarming, funny, and unabashed discussion of food and the culture around it. Subscribe to Offcuts at your earliest convenience. And by that, I mean, this very moment now back to the show noah and the whale give it all back from the album 2011 gosh that seems like so long ago now because it mainly was give it all back was the name of the song last night on earth was the name of the album good morning my name is nick i don't introduce myself that often so my name is nick you should great
1: Oh, I haven't introduced you you yet.
0: You're not supposed to talk. sorry. No, it's fine. I'm joking. (laughs) Debbie Getz is here, my very special guest, my friend. Uh, I've been trying to have her on for a while. And I mentioned this before, but just so, uh, again, you know, um, oftentimes the best conversations that I have and the way that this show is fulfilling for me is if I have somebody on who is a little bit nervous or doesn't feel like they have a good story because I feel like, Those are the people who are, they're more humble, they're more interesting to talk to, and they get an opportunity to practice telling their story. Because unfortunately, or fortunately in this world, we live in a world where you have to do a lot of Mm self-promotion. So if you can come on and practice a little bit and get used to it and then do more, because you're doing such good work in the community, it would be great if you did feel more comfortable and you were out there more talking about that.
1: Well, thanks. Yeah.
0: So let's take it back a step and go back to high school for okay. a moment. Okay. So three, four years ago, you were in high school. Yeah. And what, what was your plan coming out of high school? Was it like you were, you were pressured or you felt like the only reasonable thing to do was go to college? Did you go another path? Like, what was it that you did?
1: So I grew up with my dad always telling me, if you want to go to college, you need to figure it out. So I I knew Figure I figured out in terms of like how money. to do it, how yeah. to pay for it, the whole thing. Um, and so, I I thought, you know, I'm going to graduate, I'm going to go to college, but how am I going to do this? And so it was a bit overwhelming for me. So I had to work to pay for everything, mm-hmm. and then I was going to class. And um,
0: so were you going like part time? So yeah, you it's could... a community
1: college, and um, working like three jobs at a time. And um, I moved out of my house with my with my dad when I turned eighteen, and so you know I had all the bills and the car everything so fast forward i did that for about a year and a half and then i quit and got married and started having babies and so um yeah i never finished so i was listening to one of your podcasts about people who um you know the different paths after high school mm-hmm. and so i always knew i wanted to do something great and i and i would try to go back to school when i had kids and you know did that a couple times and um and just never quite made it happen but since then i've just been determined to continue learning as much as i can which is why i love to read and mm-hmm. listen to podcasts and um you know self improvement books on tape when i'm working out and that sort of thing so you know i'm i'm always one to go to conferences and um seminars and just try to keep learning all i can so yeah so it didn't quite turn out
0: like I had hoped but Well let me ask you this professionally you've accomplished a lot Yeah. Um, and I know you don't like to sing your own praises so I will I'll pat you on the back all day for the stuff that you've done and accomplished um, and everything else so successful realtor for a long time Mm -hmm. Um, you know you decided to take a chance and buy the College Park community paper a few years ago and then not only that but then three-ish years ago you decided that why not try to expand it
1: because yeah. it's such
0: a hyper local and we don't see that that much mm-hmm. from newspapers or magazines uh, that are really successful. We don't see many newspapers or magazines that are really successful anymore just because of the nature of media, but you don't see that hyper local coverage right. that much anymore.
1: Yeah. And
0: so you decided instead of contracting or just staying in your lane, which would have been College Park, you were like, let's try it elsewhere. Let's see if this will work. So I think that looking back on it, you have had a successful run.
1: Mm-hmm. Whether
0: or not you feel that way is another thing. I think a lot of people, even faced with their all the uh, uh, achievements that they've uh, gotten over the years, they still feel like they haven't done everything. Do you feel like going to college or not finishing college is sort of a... Something you didn't do, something that is a missing accomplishment in a way,
1: I did for a long time, yeah, and I was really embarrassed about it. I would hate when you know people would say, Where did you go to college? but now I feel like i mean I know I'm always learning, and i I know how important that is, especially you know doing the newspapers i didn't have a journalism degree, mm-hmm. so I know that I need to study and just keep learning all I can. But no, now at this point in my life, um, I'm really proud of what I've accomplished without having had a college degree. Sure. Of course I wish I I had one, Um, but it doesn't, I'm not embarrassed about it anymore.
0: It's interesting that that bias exists, right? Like that we are embarrassed by what we have or haven't done or have or haven't achieved. Right. For me, it was um, going to four different schools and taking seven and a half years to get my bachelor's. Wow. Um, because I was, I was paying for it myself. Right. Um, but also I didn't know what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, you know, I was 100% embarrassed about that. Yeah. Uh, and then I realized that that gave me the opportunity to do a lot of different things, mm-hmm. to experiment, to work, to gain experience when I was younger, um, that ultimately helped me in everything that I've done up until now. And so, but yeah, there's still that part of me that was like, oh man, if I'd just done it earlier and right. just gotten it done like everybody else did and just did maybe a different degree program. But, you yeah, know. Yeah, it's
1: hard. But I remember just being so jealous of all my friends who their parents just paved the, that way. And right. so I, I, it was very important for me to give that gift to my kids. So they all, all three of them have graduated from college. I'm so proud of them, um, especially you know, just how my life has been. Um, I know that it would be, their lives would be better with it. So, um, but yeah, I I just, I don't look at people like, I I guess there was a period of time where, um, because I knew how I felt about not finishing college, Mm -hmm. um, that I thought everyone else that did was, you know, smarter than me and better than me. And and now I realize that that's not the case.
0: Definitely not. (laughs) You're looking at me like, like... you're I, not smarter than me. No,
1: Nick. you know what I mean. Like yeah. it, it's terribly important, of course. However, um, if you don't have that opportunity, I think you can still make something of your life if you want it bad enough.
0: I think it's it's getting the stigma of not getting a college degree is getting um, uh, less and less, yeah,
1: right? I think people I so. are
0: seeing the opportunity to be a lifelong learner, to look for other opportunities to learn and have a career and do other things. And I think that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Um, if, you're, if your kids had, or if one of your kids had not wanted to go to college, had taken another path, would you have been okay with that? Knowing that, you know, you're balancing out two things, right? Like that idea that, okay, that's what I did and they'll be fine with, I want my child to be successful. I don't want to have to worry about them. I don't want them to want for anything. So a college degree is a step on that path.
1: right. It's funny when I was, I had my kids young. So when I was younger, um, I thought, oh, my kid has to go to college and has yeah. to get a degree. But now I've met so many kids that that was sort of forced on them, but they weren't college material. They, were, they just didn't want to go, but their parents made them go. And, and they end up doing something different when they're done and mm-hmm. they have student loan debt. And um, my son has a great friend who, that was kind of his story, and he just wanted to be a boat captain. And so as we all do sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's done it. You know, it took years and years. That's a long process. And he's so happy. But he didn't need a college degree to do that. Sure. Um, and he's probably making more money than all of his friends who have, who do have degrees. But, um, you know, I, but, yeah, no, I, I think I, I would always if they didn't want to go to college, I would definitely encourage them to do something where they could support themselves of whatever course that, you don't you know, want them that again be and try to encourage as that. a
0: parent you don't necessarily want them to want for anything
1: but i wouldn't let them lay on my couch and just be working at the mall or something okay <laughs>
0: what would you do in that case like threaten them a lot or no,
1: like you're you know you gotta grow up you gotta be an adult
0: okay i like that
1: go get your own couch
0: go get your own couch <laughs> i like that as a quote i think we should do that as t-shirts for Ooh, I love it, college park paper Okay. Go get your own couch. Go get your
1: own couch. That doesn't
0: really fit. What well, does fit for the College Park Community Paper, uh, 1989 to 2019, 30th anniversary? Yes. Which is pretty cool. So cool. I'm and so proud of it. you're having a party coming up for it.
1: We are. We're having a big, big birthday party on September 6th at Dubs Dread um, to celebrate 30 years. Mm-hmm. And this paper has just grown every year. I'm so proud of it. And all the people who work on it. Um, but yeah, we're having a live band, 80s band. We're having celebrity, local celebrity judges judging the person with the best 80s style. They win $1,000 in cash. Oh
0: my gosh. Um,
1: yeah, we have the Orlando police chief, um, Orlando Rallone. Mm-hmm. We have Kay Rollins with the Orlando City Foundation. And we have Ebeth Bruce Wall from Channel 13. Oh, very cool. Yeah, so it's going to be fun and great food and drinks and it's going to be a fun night. I'm glad you get to come.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm working on my Miami Vice theme. Oh, I I shouldn't give it away. Darn it. Okay, I'll think of something else. No,
1: no, do it. I want to see what you come up
0: with. I'll be um, Stranger Things playing something from the 80s. All right, do that. So I'll double down.
1: Will people get it if no. they didn't, don't watch Stranger
0: Things? No, 100% no. People rarely get anything that I'm doing, I think That's is true, what I've actually. noticed. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I got my dress. I'm super excited about it. Nice. Yeah.
0: Perfect. Well, let's play a quick song. Thank you for that. Uh, this is not an 80s song, but it sounds like it's an 80s song because that 80s sound is so iconic Yeah, that a lot of people still go back to it and refer to it. Uh, not my favorite Decade, but I do like this song in terms of music. This is Stella Star with my Coco, which you're my Coco. Aw, thanks. I'm not sure what that means, but okay. I like it. On and you'll hear that on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida. Speaking of subscribing, this podcast is available wherever you subscribe to podcasts. That's Apple. That's Google stitcher spotify i found one the other day called cast box guess what it's there too and it's that's a real thing if you are interested in people in orlando who are doing neat things then you should definitely listen on the regular as the kids say so subscribe why don't you now back to the show stella star on wprk winter park florida that was my coco from their self-titled 2003 album good morning my name is nick you're listening to a certain degree every week i have a very special guest this week no exception debbie Getz is here publisher yeah of the downtown community paper and the college park community paper technically the college park community paper is older so i should be saying that one first it's also alphabetically correct to say that one first Mm. But the downtown community paper is the one that's closer to my heart. It's how we met, me and Debbie. It's the one I primarily write for and I enjoy because downtown for me, speaking of 2003 and really late 90s, um, was a place where I worked uh, for about six, seven years. I started out uh, after I was finally done with college uh, over at CFN 13 central florida news 13 with ebeth really yeah um say her last name
1: again bruce wall
0: bruce wall i could never say it and uh so yeah so she and i met we were both um uh on the telephones there at first so she wasn't even this was before she was uh on air uh we were yeah uh we were on the phones just trying to find stories for our reporters to go out to assignments editor Uh, i was weekend she was evening
1: never knew that about
0: you. Yeah, yeah. So um, so it was on the north end of downtown. That's when they were right by the Orlando Sentinel because it was a part of, mm-hmm. you know, it was that uh, combination or partnership between the Sentinel and Bright House at the time. And then got a job in the heart of downtown in the old Crest Building. Oh, yeah. Which is now across from um, uh, the Plaza and the movie theater and all that. But mm-hmm. at the time, you know, that was Terror on Church Street and Sac Comedy Lab and all that stuff was there.
1: Right,
0: um, and so downtown has, <clears throat> excuse me, downtown is a very special place in my heart. So I like writing about it now, um, especially for a magazine, because I also like magazines because I'm a bit of, uh, uh, not an anachronism, but I just think there's something to the, the feel of having a paper in your hand. Yeah. So I just wanted to say thank you for doing that, for doing the downtown community paper well, a couple of years thank you for being ago. a part of it. What was the, I mean, what was the reason behind it? What was your impetus to start it?
1: So in College Park, the paper is so just beloved. And I kept hearing over and over from people who live outside of College Park, oh, I wish we had one where I live. A community paper, and so after hearing that enough, I met um, I met someone who lived downtown, and we just started talking, and we decided to start it. Um, she has since gone off in a different direction, but the the people that have essentially volunteered, everyone who writes for the paper is a volunteer. Um, they stuck around, and we've just been growing this thing, and um, but yeah, that was sort of what brought it. I knew that. For a community paper to be successful, the editor needed to be living downtown or, mm-hmm. or if not living there, working there and just kind of being in the heart of it and um, embedded in the community because that's what kind of gives the paper its heart. Yep. And so, um, yeah, so I have a new editor. He's amazing. Like you, he, he began majoring in, well, not like you for this part, but he's begun <laughs> majoring in aerospace engineering in college. And um, decided that that wasn't for him. He didn't like math as he um, as much as he thought he would. And so he switched to journalism. So he also
0: doesn't like air, um, which is really weird, or space.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. So I don't know what he was thinking. Yeah. Caving into family pressure, maybe. I, I got I'm not it. Sure.
0: Yeah. Aerospace family. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um. So he switched to journalism. So he's graduating now. You know, at 27, a little late in the game, but he, gosh, great guy. And he's, he's just been learning downtown and he's down there all the time. He's moving there this month. And so uh, in September, he'll, he'll come on as the full-time editor. And he'll be
0: kind of trapped there, right? So he's getting yeah. rid of, as you were telling me, he's getting rid of his car.
1: Yeah, he's going to be a true city dweller.
0: So this is uh, Tommy Cardinal, Tommy Cardin. uh, who is the editor of the Downtown Community Paper. So if you ever meet yep. him, know that he probably needs a ride somewhere.
1: Yeah, if you yeah. see him on a line bike and it's raining...
0: Please you know, give maybe. a ride.
1: Yeah, or at least throw your umbrella out the window. i sure would appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we started it, and it's been great. You know, College Park, um, it's funny. People say print media's dying, but I can't tell you how many people email me and call me regularly to thank me for the paper. You know, they love getting it in the mail. It's mailed free of charge, so everyone gets it, and they just love getting it. You know, it's like they can't wait to see who's in there and what new, sto- what new neighbor they're going to learn about or... Um, well, yeah, I think that cool. when
0: people say that, you know, the uh, magazines are dead or whatever, I, I don't think they're talking about all magazines everywhere. I think they're talking about the very overstuffed and too generalized yeah. uh, magazines that are maybe only in it for money. Right. You know, you're not going to get into community publishing to make a gazillion dollars. Yeah, no. Is my understanding. Yeah. So uh-huh. I still
1: do real estate. <laughs>
0: But you're going to do it because of an affection for the community. You're going to do it because it's important. Um, and it affects people too. So, you know, you're looking for stories that are not just feel good stories, but that help the community learn more about what's going on, yes. that are things that are important to them, but also that help in some cases people who are doing really good things. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking a little bit about one of those examples. There was a, uh, a nonprofit. Uh, that had a good story that was covered um, that got a lot of play out of something like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just a, a simple story wasn't uh, anything to, you know, you didn't play it up necessarily, but they got some really positive feedback from the community, including some uh, additional donors. Yes. That's um, not, I, I'm not trying to say that, you know, everybody should be trying to get in the paper. I, what I'm trying to say is that. This is still red. This is still viable. This is still important yeah. to the community for people to learn about what's going on,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: and in many cases, not just seeing the stories that are clickbait or that are getting the, 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 that are there to get ratings.
1: Right. I'm such so. a relationship person, and yeah. I love learning um, people's story. Just like you know, you're learning more about my story today. There's a woman who she was homeless and addicted to drugs, Stephanie Bowman, and she. She got through that, and then started this foundation to help other women um, that were maybe going through some hard times. And so she's founded this charity called One Heart for Women and Children, and her story is amazing. Mm-hmm. And so when I found out about her, I thought, oh, I want to you know cover this in the paper and share her story because they're, they're located in College Park. Everything we do is you know it has to be sort of have a connection with either downtown for that paper or sure. College Park. And um, and after that story ran, she just told me the other day that she got. Um, volunteers but then she also has received four like regular financial donors to her program um, from the article so gosh that makes me feel so good yeah and this is
0: knowing you the way i do this is not you patting yourself on the back for doing that or for for causing that it's that you're you're you being this connector yeah within the community that you're able to say there's something good going on there's an audience for that, right? And I can deliver that to them, or I, I can help deliver that to them.
1: Yeah, I sort of burden myself with wanting to help people. Yeah, <laughs> like when there's a problem, like okay, how can we fix this? So when I hear about people like like her and you know just different organizations who are trying to make a difference, like okay, how can I help them? So having the paper as that outlet just means the world to me.
0: So if you want to help yourself, um, even if you don't live in either of those areas, downtown or College Park. I would encourage you to follow on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Uh, potentially go and get a subscription or just go to uh, pretty much any local business in college park or downtown. And you'll very likely find a copy of the latest issue there Um, and find out what's going on. Like learn a little bit more about what's going on in your community. Again, even if you don't live there, there's still probably some interesting places that you might want to go to. Or you might learn a little bit about beer of Orlando. Oh, I
1: loved your beer story. Yeah, so that we'll talk about so that
0: cool. when we get back. We, the first hour is already over. Really? Yeah, it flies I by. I could do this all day. I'm a joy to talk to.
1: Well, so am I, right? Okay, fine. Yes, you
0: are. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Let's play some commercials and we'll come back with a song. I'm talking to Debbie Getz of the Orlando downtown Orlando community paper and the College Park community paper. And you are listening to a certain Degree, and I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. You have a social media account of some kind. You have a brand you're trying to establish. You're thinking to yourself, how can I get some affordable and stylish props to use to help tell my story? That's where Brand Knuckles comes in. Through the magic of 3D printing, Brand Knuckles uses all of the dimensions to create a piece you can use as a giveaway to customers, as a way to brand your images, and many other applications. Go to Instagram.com/brandknuckles to learn more. And now, back to the show. Charlie Wright and the Watts 103rd Street Rhythm Band. I wanted to make sure I said that right, so that's why it took me a second. Express yourself on WPRK, Warner Park, Florida. Good morning. My name is Nick, and I'm here with someone who expresses herself quite often, Debbie Gutz.
1: Hi. Good morning, Debbie. Good morning, again. Thank
0: you so much for being here. My pleasure. Good. Well, you may not be saying that after this uh, next part of the show. Uh Uh-oh. You know what part it is? I'm scared. Okay. I'll play the song.
1: Bad business ideas,
0: it's time to be just one. It's gonna be totally legal. We hope it won't hurt anyone. So come on, have some fun. Yes, bad business ideas. They could succeed? Okay, great. Debbie, you're here because, among other things, you're a very successful business person. And that's exactly what I need right now. Okay. So, you've, uh, as you've seen from my writing at the Downtown Community Paper, I'm, I'm good at a first draft, but <laughs> stories like business schemes often change over time. They need somebody to help them edit, become a second draft, become a publishable version, pivot, evolve, all those business words that you're supposed to be able to say. Yes. That's what bad business ideas comes down to. I create the rough draft okay. and then I have smart people come on the show and help me edit, essentially, okay. develop it into a winner. No pressure. So let me give you an example of sort of the life cycle of a bad business idea. How do you feel about b- greeting cards? Love them. You do? Yes. Right. So they're terrible. So an idea that I had a long time ago, because they're expensive and often filled with emotional and sincere messaging, they pile up, right? Like I don't know what to do with them. What? How long do you oh. keep them? What do you do? Like, I want to get into that tiny house finally, but I have all these greeting cards. I get so many greeting cards. So many.
1: Wow. You must be really popular. I
0: am very popular. But that's not going to be a problem anymore because one of my bad business ideas was greeting cards that self-destruct after a certain amount of time. And that bad business idea was called card and (laughs) fast. Genius, right? Brilliant. But nobody wanted exploding cards. So then I pivoted. I changed Card and Fast. It became a service where I would write your mail for you. Okay. So I would write these sincere messages for you. You just weren't allowed to read them prior to me sending them on your behalf to your friends and family. Huh. Yeah. Also not popular. Very, very few people wanted that. And when few people want something.
1: It's bad business.
0: That is correct. So, uh, Card and Fast, I just want to announce it here, has gone through another evolution. Okay. Are you ready? I am. Rideshare for typewriters. So, what I found is people oh, like typewriters.
1: They do. They just
0: don't need to own one. Right. It's going to sit in a closet somewhere. Okay. So, I'm essentially going to rent them out. Okay. To people who can, you can try it before you buy it. See if you like it. Write some stuff. See how that works out for you. if you don't want it anymore...
1: Just give it back. Okay.
0: What do you think about that?
1: I like it.
0: Yeah. So see, so this is where we're going. This is sort of the evolution. So I'm going to present two ideas to you. Okay. We're going to, you know, you're going to help me out with them and then Mm -hmm. you're going to pick what you think is a winner. Okay. And because you're on the show, you're legally obligated to take that quote unquote winner. I'm doing a lot of air quotes right now. (laughs) You are. And actually run with it.
1: Oh, like I have to turn it into a business?
0: Yes. So we're partners. Okay. You take on all the financial and uh, other risks in terms of liability and things like that. And I take the profits. Okay. Yeah, you're welcome. Debbie, may I call you Debbie?
1: Yes, please. Great.
0: (laughs) As someone who's plugged into the Central Florida community, an Orlando native, who's Orlando aware, what would you say is a big challenge we need to solve to improve the quality of life of our residents?
1: Bike riding ability to not get hit by a car.
0: Okay, yep. So transportation.
1: Transportation. We're on the
0: same page. Okay. Now, I watch a lot of movies because I like to escape from reality. And so watching some movies where people swing from vines got me thinking (laughs) about alternate transportation modes. Okay. So bikes are dangerous. They are. Um, We don't have a lot of driverless cars or buses yet, which would be nice. I guess. Uh, there's a lot of road construction going on. So what if we went ahead and invested in an infrastructure, a tree-based infrastructure that allowed us to basically swing from vine to vine to get where we were going? It's green. Yep. It is, as far as I can tell, you know, safe. I don't know. Yep. Uh, We could potentially charge for it. Of course. I'm sure we could figure out a way to do that. Yeah, and it's, uh, did I mention it's green?
1: I think I did. And it's fun.
0: Carried Away is the name of the organization. Okay. Now, one of the downsides I already see, and tell me if I'm wrong, is that it's going to take a little bit to get the infrastructure up and running. Yes. Because the trees have to grow. We also may have to do some genetic engineering to figure out the vine situation, because I'm not sure vines actually operate the way they do in the movies.
1: Yeah. Probably not. So
0: we have to figure out a way, possibly sentient vines. So make them smart so Mm -hmm. they know which way to swing and when to swing and that sort of thing. Okay. Without taking over the world. Okay. I don't think I need to say that, but I just wanted to add that on there. Could we
1: do genetically um, modified trees? Yeah. You know, so they would grow like Oh, grow super fast?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except trees.
1: But trees, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Okay, I like that. I feel like there's no danger of the trees becoming so sentient that they take over and kill humanity
1: oh so maybe we shouldn't mix them with kudzu
0: okay let's not do that because okay, then they would that's a good <laughs> that's a good call kudzu is the the okay. silent killer okay if there's any kudzu farmers listening i'm sorry <laughs> there are very few of those what do you think about carried away
1: i love it okay you strap your backpack on fly I'm to just... work swing to work swing to work yeah i like it okay great
0: uh, so that's just idea number one. Okay. Now, idea number two. Are you ready for this? I am. Bump bum, 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 bum. So this is actually a dance related one. So that's why I was doing that. This is from a recent and reputable scientific study. The average person gets served an average of five times a year. Have you ever been served? No. This is a dance thing. Now getting served, as we know, is being challenged to a dance contest and losing at that dance contest.
1: Oh, because I always win.
0: See, so, so, that, okay. you, so, being you, so served you've never good, been served um, because you always win. Yes. Okay, See, gotcha. five times a year that happens on average. That's low to me. I get served all the time. Anytime I get challenged to a dance contest, I lose. Not because I'm a bad dancer. It's because of the style of dance that I was trained at, which is, of course, Greek dancing. Ah. So I dance at the Greek Festival in Daytona. And if you know Greek dancing at all. I don't. It's very circular in nature. And now there's a lot of different types. I'm not going to, you know, throw all of Greek dancing in together. Each region and island have their own story to tell, their own style in many cases. But it's, it's a line dancing synchronized with music, usually about 12 steps in it. And you go around and round okay. for a while. And what uh, the reason they did it at the Greek festival was we get to dress up in our little outfits and then people would be like, oh, this is culture and that sort of thing. Um, But uh, the traditional Jewish wedding dance, the horror. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's very similar to that. So now I don't know how to not get served. So what I want to do is create an exoskeleton of some kind where you, a good dancer, Mm -hmm. can control me. So when I am in a dance challenge, you could control me and dance for me, but still control my body.
1: That's really cool. So this would be a special outfit. This would
0: be like a jumpsuit or something like that. But it would have you know sort of uh, electrodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could either yeah you could either electrocute me into dancing the way (laughs) I should, or it could be literally like an exoskeleton where you're controlling everything I do.
1: Okay.
0: And that's called you don't get served. I haven't come up with a name for this one yet. I need to come up with a name for that one.
1: These are both good.
0: There's, I I think there's a big market because there's dance challenges happening. I'm looking out the window right now, and I see at least three dance challenges going on.
1: Yeah, that guy needs some help over there. He could use your suit.
0: Exactly. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm not a bad dancer. I'm a great dancer for one style of dance. Right. Hmm. But I could use the help there. So you got served a helper. No, I'm not sure. I should come up with that name or carried away.
1: Wow. This is tough. I know. They're both great.
0: I realize that it's very difficult for me to be this wonderful all the time, especially early in the morning.
1: Mm -hmm. So you're asking me which one is the better business idea or a, a bad business idea?
0: No, no, no. Which was the one that you feel has the most legs? Ha ha, that was funny. That was a pun because one of them is dance yeah, related. Yeah,
1: you're good at that.
0: Yeah. Well, and the other one is carried away, so.
1: Yeah. I'm going to say carried so that's away. The, I, that's
0: the name of the other one is yeah, this has legs.
1: I think that would impact more people.
0: Oh, the carried away?
1: Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go with that one.
0: So you're going to set up a lab. Let's go through the steps. Okay. Set up. No, I, hire the genetic engineers first. Because Mm -hmm. they may want to have a say in what the lab looks like. Okay. And the lab, because of your relationships in College Park and downtown Orlando, is going to be somewhere in there, I would Mm -hmm. imagine. Yep. You want to keep it close. Um, We may want to consider putting it out into the middle of nowhere, though, in case the plants do become sentient and try to kill all humans. It might be good to be, uh, you know, secluded and remotely located.
1: Well, we'd have to come up with an anti venom. In and case you know, we could just take them out.
0: So, uh, some sort of weed killer. Yeah.
1: In the, okay, l- in the great. lab, mm-hmm. that
0: should that shouldn't be a problem. I know there's no lawsuits pending against anybody who creates weed killers. <laughs> <laughs> so easy. Ours would easy be Easy buy. Well. Okay. Um, okay. So the weed killer, the lab, the scientists.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I'm not sure where you're going to get the seed money for this, but I have the utmost faith in you.
1: Yeah, again, it's all about relationships. Yeah, I, I know. I've so if you want to invest, industry. if you
0: want to invest in this, if you want to get in on the ground floor, yeah, on carried away, it's an amazing idea. Contact Debbie Getz at No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do away. <laughs> all right, well, thank you so much for that.
1: You're welcome. My right. pleasure. So great ideas.
0: You'll see the trees popping up uh, soon. Yeah, and hopefully not in a destructive way.
1: How could a tree be destructive? <laughs> oh boy hurricane season's coming yeah we'll find out about
0: that yeah Uh, so let's listen to a a song from Ryan Adams and the Cardinals this is from Jacksonville City Nights which if you know Jacksonville I do that's the best time at night yep I'm not really sure this is Trains (laughs) uh, just because Sunrail held me up like three times this morning but I love Sunrail good job Sunrail Trains on WPRK Winter Park Florida you're listening to a certain degree Maker Fair Orlando is back for the fall and it's back at the Central Florida Fairgrounds on November 9th and 10th. If you're a maker, and by that I mean you're an artist, an engineer, a tinkerer, a hobbyist with a passion project who wants to share it with an audience, we need you. Apply to be there. And we will need volunteers as well. Last year we had over 200 volunteers helping out. We could always use more. Sign up for email updates at MakerFairOrlando.com. That's fair with an E. Now back to the show. Ryan Adams and the Cardinals on WPRK, Winter Park, Florida, from the album Jacksonville City Nights. That was Trains 2005 that came out. I got to get some new music. Yeah. Wait, I haven't introduced you yet. Oh, sorry. You're kidding. <laughs> Good morning. My name is Nick. I do this every week, and you're listening to a certain degree. Um every week I have a very special guest, and this week's special guest, Debbie Getz. Hello. Is here. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for being here.
1: Absolutely. Wouldn't yeah. miss it. You're so great. You're so great.
0: Thank you. I was just waiting. I'm just fishing for compliments, <laughs> basically. This is one show. This is a show where I just fish for compliments. Um, so we just heard uh Ryan Adams and the Cardinals. How do you interact with music? So, Debbie, you do. Um, you're the publisher of two local magazines. You're a realtor. You spend a lot of time in the car, I would imagine. Yes. Do you listen to a lot of music? When do you listen to music, and what do you listen to?
1: I music is so integral in my life. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I listen to it in the car. I listen to it at home while I'm cleaning. Um, yeah, all the time.
0: Just gets you going. Do you have a, um, a certain type, but like even when you're being, um, so in the car sometimes, you know, I like to turn on something with a good beat. Like mm-hmm. I don't like the quiet stuff in the car.
1: Me too. Okay. So I like, um, like pop. Yeah. No, yeah. That's exactly what like I listen top to. Top 40. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Um, same thing at home if I'm doing projects and stuff. What about from a creative standpoint, if you're sitting down to write something, what are you listening to?
1: I can't have noise at all. Oh, really? So yeah, you're, in, you're in the total quiet. I'm just total silence. Okay. Yeah.
0: I was really... When I started asking questions of people like that one specifically, and mm-hmm. a lot of people are like that. They just need... Um, some people are uh, music without words. Some people are... It has to be utterly silent, just background noise of whatever's happening, just, you know, kind of that light white noise. I was pretty surprised to hear that because I feel like I need something going on in the background when I'm writing or when I'm trying yeah, to be creative. Yeah,
1: a lot of my interns, they'll be listening to music while they're writing at the office. And I remember my kids doing homework, listening to music. And um, yeah, it, that amazes me. I can't think. What about
0: when you were a kid and you were drawing? I don't know if you still draw or do anything like that. But when you were a kid and you were doing that stuff, did you have music on sure, in the yeah. background? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sgt Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. <laughs> I listen to albums all the time. Nice. Yeah.
0: Do you still find yourself listening to like do you listen to albums all the way through anymore?
1: No, now I really enjoy channels, mm-hmm. you know, on Spotify or Pandora whatever. Um and I'm all over the board. I like 70s music, so I'll do yacht rock review kind of stuff. Um I love country, modern day country, not like the 20 old school, old school country, but country. I love hip hop, you know. So I love being able to pick a channel or a station. As
0: it fits your mood. Yeah. And just go from that. It's really interesting that that how much music consumption has changed, right? Like, yeah, you know, we're not buying anything anymore. We're just streaming it. Yeah, and I remember, like remember taking mood.
1: your cassette tape when, I don't know if you did this when you were younger, but I would have an album and I would record it on my oh, cassette yeah. tape. Yeah. You know, and then you'd have to or be Or recording y the and, radio. and Yeah, yeah. Yeah, And then yeah, when, when, sure. they, when they talked over the end of the song. Oh, when it, was, the, it, made it made me, so, made me so, mad. so mad.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I remember being home. I think I had chicken pox. And I was trying to create, like, just get all the top 40 stuff. yeah. Yeah. So I didn't have to listen to, you know, the entire album. Because back in the day, they would produce usually 12 songs. Four or five would be great. Two would be good. The rest are garbage because they needed to fill it up. And, uh, yeah, so I just wanted the good ones.
1: What kind of music did you listen to when you were, like, in junior high, that kind of age. I mean, I wasn't,
0: yeah, I wasn't alternative in any way. I wasn't really listening to anything other than whatever was on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's why now I have this reaction to 80s music, which is, okay, fine, but I have no nostalgia for it. Yeah. Right? So it doesn't really, like, some people are so passionate about it because that's the music they grew up to and people are passionate about it. Decades and styles because of that. But to me, it was like, there's no better time for music than right now because the distribution model is better for the musicians. So I can hear it. Whereas yeah. you had to get on the radio, you had to get in with a record label, you had this, this one small group of people and corporations and things controlling how people consumed music Mm -hmm. and there were still a lot of underground ways to do it but it was difficult right like sure you could order an album and hope that it was good um, because there was no way to really preview it unless someone you knew had the album as well right um so i think that now because the distribution is so easy it's much easier to get isn't it great i love
1: it oh i love it
0: i love it speaking of loving things downtown community paper College Park Community Paper, Debbie Gets is the publisher of both of those monthly magazines. If you live in those areas, you get them in the mail. If you don't get them in the mail and you don't live in those areas, you can still get them at a number of local businesses, which I like to do is maybe have a cup of coffee and read all of the local stuff. But of course, Downtown Community Paper, because... I'm a writer for it, and I'm super great, and I love reading my own words because right after I'm done submitting a story, I've completely forgotten the story. Yeah. So reading it in the published piece for the first is like reading it for the first time.
1: Good. I, I'm not
0: sure that that's good. I'm not sure Hi. that's what you want your writer saying, that they've forgotten their stories right after they submit them.
1: Well, but you've sort of released it. Yeah, know? that's
0: true. Okay. Good thing. Well, so thought it was a good idea to do a pop quiz for you today. Because we're pretty good friends. Okay. So you're going to get five questions from Simon Time, who does trivia around town seven nights a week. This is not for me because, you know, if it was for me, I would make it super easy on you. Oh, gosh. So this is from Simon Time and it has something to do with you and what you do on a day-to-day basis as publisher of those two papers. Okay. So five questions. You get all five right. Guess what? We become best friends Really, for the next week. Like super best friends. Like okay. I am so up excited. in your business for okay. the next week. All right. Four, we go up a level. Three, we stay the same. Two, we go down a level. So there's real stakes Ooh. to this. One or fewer. It's kind of like being best friends, except we're bitter enemies.
1: We'd have so to break up.
0: I actively try to sabotage everything you do for the next week.
1: Oh, man we on deadline. Don't do that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it would be bad. Does
1: that mean you're not going to turn in your stories? Possibly.
0: <laughs> I mean, that wouldn't be that different from how it normally is. So I'm going to throw it over to Simon Time. Are you ready? I am. For your questions? Yes.
1: Okay. Hey,
2: hey, Nick. This is Simon Time, and I've got five questions for you and Debbie regarding the titles of famous local U.S. newspapers. For each city, I need the name of the largest local newspaper. Let's begin. Your first one is New York. What is the name of the largest local New York newspaper?
1: The New York Times.
0: Okay, you going with that one? You're uh, very. You seem very sure. I like it.
1: I, I, I thought this was a multiple choice.
0: Oh, it definitely is not. That's way <laughs> too easy.
2: The answer is the, the New York Times. Very nice.
0: You're one for okay, one.
1: Good. You're going to turn in your stories now. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, it's still one or fewer. Oh, yeah. Shoot. Okay. So yeah. So you gotta get another one right okay.
2: at least. Number two, looking for the largest local newspaper of Washington.
0: And that's DC, not Washington State.
1: Oh I'm so embarrassed. Oh, the Washington Post. It's oh, yeah. sorry. Brain freeze. There you go. So, so now you're turning sense? in your stories? Yeah. See. Okay. That would be
2: the Washington Post.
0: <laughs> okay, I guess you get the story. It's fine. Thanks a lot for getting that right.
2: <laughs> Number 3 brings us a little closer to home. Looking for the largest local newspaper of the city of
1: Miami. Is that the um the um the Sun Sentinel? Uh is that your answer? Oh, what is it?
0: the Miami...
1: Oh, the Miami Herald. God, is, what is wrong with me?
2: That, of course, <laughs> is the
1: Miami Okay, these Herald. are easy. I need to just... Like, I, you got to
0: stop. Stop, <laughs> stop overthinking You got to stop overthinking it. Also, I got to stop uh, prompting you because I, uh, I don't know if I can be best friends with you for a whole week.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's a
0: lot now that I'm thinking about it. Because you're busy. You, you get around. Yeah. You got a lot going on, so I'm going to have to get your itinerary... <laughs> I have to know where you are at any given time, all of that stuff.
1: And you're going to act as my assistant, right? Since you're there, you might as well. I
0: mean, do you consider your friends assistants?
1: My friends are awesome, yes. They all help me. Oh, they all boy. They help each other. So
0: Okay, great. It's weird oh to gosh. say out loud.
1: Number four
2: takes us all the way to Chi-Town, Chicago. What is the largest local newspaper of the city of Chicago?
1: The Chicago Tribune.
2: The answer is the Chicago (laughs) Tribune. You have
0: four of five correct.
1: We are besties. No,
0: you got to get all five. Okay. So there's one more. All right. Are you ready?
1: These are so hard. This is the pressure.
0: (laughs) Pressure's on. Okay.
2: And finally, number five the last local newspaper that I need is for the city of Baltimore, probably the hardest one on our list.
1: The Baltimore Sun.
2: That answer, it is known as the Baltimore Sun. Nick, Debbie, hope you've enjoyed this newspaper quiz today.
0: Simon Time from Simon Time Trivia. You can find him on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Simon Time Trivia. He has a trivia podcast on PFT Media. You can see that or listen to that actually at pftmedia.com. And then again, go to Facebook to find out where he's going to be next. He does trivia all over Orlando all the time every day we're best friends debbie so excited that does not sound that excited about that uh let's listen to a song which might be appropriate for your week of having me as a best friend this is i can't get no (laughs) satisfaction a cover from oscar peterson from the groovy Talkin' verve album on wprk winter park florida you're listening to a certain degree This episode was recorded live on August 19th, 2019 on WPRK 91.5 FM. You will hear things on WPRK that you won't hear anywhere else. It's college radio, and all the DJs are volunteer, so you get a pretty eclectic collection of new music and things you haven't heard in a while. There's always something interesting happening, so listen early and often. The To Be Decided is a YouTube channel where hosts Miller and Davis tell some stories, review music, and generally make some really fun videos. Miller is also responsible for all the bumper music on this episode, in case you were wondering. Check out youtube.com slash The To Be Decided for more. Now back to the show. Oscar Peterson and Milt Jackson on WPRK, Warner Park, Florida. You're listening to a certain degree. That was I Can't Get No Satisfaction. Good morning. My name is Nick. It's almost time for us to get up on out of here. Is that how people talk? Is that a phrase? Is that a thing people... Get up
1: and out of... What'd you say?
0: Get up on out Out of of here.
1: here. Huh. Maybe somebody says that somewhere.
0: (laughs) I'm sure somebody in the history of mankind... Somebody has once said that. My guest today has been and will continue to be Debbie Getz. She is the publisher, among other things, of... Well, no, she's the publisher of only two things, but she does other <laughs> things, I think is what yeah. I was trying to say. The Downtown Community Paper, the College Park Community Paper, and has been doing that for a while now and enjoying that. Let me ask you, the last uh, year or so for both of those papers. Do you have some stories that stick out? You mentioned one earlier uh, about the woman who started a nonprofit. I can't remember her name. Stephanie
1: Bowman. Thank you. One heart for women and children.
0: Um, Are there other stories that stick out in your mind? Like this is something that I learned. This is something that I realized. This is something interesting. I Um, hope people get a chance to read this.
1: Yeah. You know, one of my favorite features in the paper we do um, it's called the O-Town interview for downtown CP interview where we we interview high profile people
0: so it's the O-Town interview and the downtown paper and the CP co- interview, CP interview the, for college Park. yeah
1: and I I just love learning more about um, you know some high profile people that we that we hear their names all the time um, you know like we've we've done John Mina and Kay Rollins and the mayor and well both mayors and I just love learning about like their personal life you know like what do they do on weekends and um, it's funny I, I interviewed John Mina myself and he he's a he likes to work out and so now it's fun if I'm out on the West Orange Trail sometimes because he lives out there sometimes I'll be riding my bike and he'll jog by me and I don't know I feel like I know him now kind of on this more intimate level and yeah. hopefully our readers do too um so that's kind of cool, learning about their kids. I interviewed Thad Seymour, um, and he, you know, at the UCF Vice Prevo, and now so Thad president. So Seem-
0: Thad Seymour Jr.
1: Um, yes, I'm sorry, Jr. Because Thad his Seymour dad was, was the
0: president of Rollins. Rollins for a while. Yep,
1: um, and just learning about, you know, he and his wife, um, they're really involved with Canine Companions, and just that that to me is has been the most interesting. I interviewed Jimmy Hewitt. Um, once he founded the Orlando magic, brought Mm -hmm. it here and how that whole thing happened. I had no idea. You know, I just had never paid attention really. And then meeting Jimmy and hearing the story. And, um, so yeah, those, those are the kind of things that really stand out to me because I like learning about those people and how they got where they are.
0: It's interesting because, you know, you can not necessarily take it for granted, but it's just like the magic have been here for over 30 years.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, And you just think now the way that they create new sport franchises or they move sport franchises is like this okay, so it's a billionaire talking to another bunch of billionaires. Right. And back in the late 80s, mid to late 80s, that was not the case. It Mm -hmm. was almost like, you know, sort of this horse trading type of situation. This, you know, a bunch of good old boys got together and, uh, you know, basically created this new uh, uh, basketball team. Yeah. And so it was really neat to read stuff yep. like that. Fascinating. So, yeah, yeah, you and
1: I interviewed Pat Williams. That was yeah. really interesting too. That was a lot of fun. Um, that was a lot of fun. He was an interesting guy or he is an interesting guy.
0: Yeah, I didn't realize that he had so much to do with uh, Bill Veck mm-hmm. who was the uh, wrote a couple of books about it and he was the promoter for a bunch of minor league teams, eventually major league teams, but came up with a lot of these crazy promotional ideas.
1: Yes. Right?
0: Like the, um, uh, the disco night where they burned all the records, or they broke all the records and then burned it, turned into a riot, I think, for the White Sox. That was his idea. So he also had tamer ideas I was than say, that. Hmm. Um, like throwing but,
1: the t shirts at the Magic games.
0: But the way Pat Williams uh, wrote or talked about it, and he talked about it as his approach for the Orlando Magic as well, is that if you base the experience on wins and losses, Mm -hmm. you know, you're going to lose fans eventually. Right. Especially the casual fans because most teams are going to lose more than they win Mm -hmm. over the course of the history of the franchise. Right. It's much easier to lose than it is to win. Mm -hmm. So if you can make each night that you're there at the arena or wherever you are as a, uh, you know, an experience Mm
1: -hmm.
0: as entertainment, then it's much more valuable from, uh, you know, the audience's perspective.
1: You know what so, else I've really neat. enjoyed learning? There are so many people in Orlando, and you they don't talk about it a lot, so you don't really know, um, who are so involved in philanthropic missions and mm-hmm. charity work and giving back. It, it's mind-boggling. It just makes me so proud to to live here and be an Orlandoan. Is that how you say it? Orlandoan? I think so. Yeah. Orlando-ish.
0: Orlando-ish. That's the language we speak. <laughs> yeah. I'm, it's I'm pretty, not really sure. It's
1: pretty cool. Yeah.
0: So any other stories that besides the interviews that kind of jump out to you?
1: Oh gosh. It's been really fun following um some of the new developments, you mm-hmm. know, Creative Village and the Packing District in College Park and just to just to see how Orlando's growing. Um and how just getting to learn how it all starts and then watching the progress of you know, all that goes into it with the Dr. Phillips Reforming Arts Center and all the money that needs to be raised and um, the people that need to get on board. That, that's been really fun for me because I grew up... I was born in Orlando and have grown up here. So um, I'm just blown away at just how cool Orlando is becoming.
0: The evolution you know? of it. Yeah yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I love it.
0: Is it accurate to say, so I grew up in Daytona and then moved out here about 25 years ago, that Orlando was very much a sort of chain type of town. I know there were a lot of local businesses and there's always going to be local businesses, but it seemed like Daytona was all about the chains. Right. Right, like we were excited when a new chain came in. Like I couldn't have been happier as a kid to go to Bennigan's and... You know, yeah. if a P.F. Chang's ever opened, I would have been there all the time.
1: Right. You know, growing yeah. up. And Birthday dinner my, was at the Olive Garden. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, sort yeah. of thing. You're right. You're right. Um, I love the local movement now.
0: And it's really shifted, it, yeah. especially in the last 10 years or so.
1: Yeah. And as much as I, you know, I don't want any any business to go out of business, of course, but I, it's really fun to see the local, especially the restaurants. You know, I don't even eat at chain restaurants anymore, yeah. ever. I just always, even when I go to other cities, I try to, you know, go online and find the local restaurants because gosh, the food is just better. The service is better. You get to know the owner a lot of times and it's just a a better experience in my opinion.
0: What can people do to help the mission and, you know, what the College Park Community Paper and the Downtown Community Paper, Downtown Orlando Community Paper are trying to do? Besides, read the publication. Yeah, read it,
1: and then you know just the people who advertise in it. I I believe some of the advertisers that I have, um, advertised to support the paper. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, Bob Patterson, who owns Sunoco gas station in College Park. He, that guy, he doesn't need to advertise in my paper, but he does, and I, I believe, I could be wrong, but I believe he's doing it to support the paper because he knows how much good comes from it um so i would say thank the advertisers you know when you if you're looking for a realtor or um, a dentist or an insurance agent you know check out and see who's in the paper because a lot of times of course they're advertising their business but they're also doing it because they believe in what we're doing Mm -hmm. and so um yeah i would say that
0: that's great It's a really good point. I hadn't thought of that because...
1: Because without them, we wouldn't be able to do the paper, you know?
0: Well, and, you know, when you are doing, again, a a local, hyper-local paper, your advertisers are typically going to be people within the community. Right. They're going to be around the corner and such. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a really good point. And, uh, yeah, the thing I would say is respond or chime in on the stories, Yes. Right so and I'll, I'll use myself as, as an example just to just to put it out there. So I did a story uh, in the last downtown community paper about uh, sort of beers of Orlando. so telling the story of Orlando through the naming conventions that our local breweries give to their beers. Mm-hmm. So Ivan Hark, Ivanhoe Park Brewing Company is a very good example of that because they named their three main beers. Uh, essentially after stuff that went on in Ivanhoe and College Park. So there's the bungalow after the style of houses around there. There's the Joyland, which is one of the original theme Mm parks of Orlando, possibly the first one. And the Toboggan, which was one of the rides at Joyland, which looks incredibly dangerous. Um, All three really great beers, but I'm sure I missed some people. Mm -hmm. I'm sure I missed some beers. I'm sure I missed some breweries that should have been included in that. That's not me like playing favorites. That's me not necessarily having the time to go out and go to every brewery or contact them or in some cases giving them enough time to contact me back. So I would say as a writer um, and if you see something that's incomplete, yeah, mention it. I mean, don't, you know, do it in a way that hopefully lets me know that you care and you're not Mm -hmm. just uh, mad that I forgot something. but you know let me know so we can make sure to get that in to the uh, online version to get it right. in on social media and stuff like that
1: yeah we did we did a story on um veterans earlier this year and we put a call out on social media yeah. we were, you know we are trying to find them in call this was for college park and it was a great article but it was all men and a woman wrote in and said you know why weren't there any Email veterans mentioned, and I felt horrible about that. Yeah. Um, but it, again, you know, sometimes we need input from the community because how do we know? You know. Right. So, um, and then we did a, um, an article also this year about medical students who all graduated from local schools. Mm-hmm. You know, like College Park or Edgewater High School, and and that sort of thing. Kids who are in medical school right now or working as doctors and. And someone wrote in again and we, you know, and and we feel so bad when that happens. Um, But if, if more people would respond when we put these call outs to try to find whoever's out there for whatever story, um, if more people would respond, then we would, then we would know. Yeah. yeah, I felt bad.
0: Yeah. And it's not, you know, we're not opining or anything in terms of like, you know, uh, uh, you know, we try or or, uh, I'm, I'm thinking of it in this way, like we want that diversity Right. In terms of, and we want that participation. Um, So if people can do that, great, wonderful. Mm -hmm. Um, But just in general, just read it and see what's going on and comment, and let us know what else we should be writing about.
1: Yeah, we most of the stories we get the ideas come from people who will write in or call in. Oh yeah. Um, And so yeah, we really want people letting us know about their cool neighbor that, um, you know, I don't know is one of the Cirque du Soleil. We did one about one of the Cirque du Soleil. The guys that go up the side of the building, you know, if you've ever seen Cirque du Soleil. And, yeah, that was just somebody saying, hey, my neighbor does this. And that was so cool. So we we did an article about him. And, um, yeah, we want to tell everyone's story. There's so many cool people living here doing amazing things.
0: Yep. And you, Debbie, are one of them.
1: Aw. gotcha. So we got to go. Oh, man. We're done. It was fun yeah
0: so where can people find you find out about the papers that sort of thing
1: well i am everywhere just as myself debbie gets g-o-e-t-z if you want to be my friend on social um but otownpaper.com um and the otownpaper handle is where you can find us on social and then collegeparkpaper.com is our website and college park community paper is our handle on everything else so yeah check us out
0: check that out Go listen, learn. Um, if people want to, if they have story ideas and they want to write them, is that something you're yeah. oh yeah, for sure. For, we um, looking for people. On our as well?
1: websites or you can message us on social and if you have an idea, pitch it. Very nice.
0: Okay. Let's shake hands on the air, because that always makes for good radio. Let me wipe my hand off. i
1: might be mine too. Yeah.
0: Thank you so much, Thank you. Debbie. It's been fun. It has been. Okay, great. I just wanted to have one awkward pause there. <laughs> Let's listen to a song. This is going to be Wake Owl uh, from their album Wild Country. This is the song Gold. You've been listening to A Certain Degree. Thank you so much. I've been Nick. Did I say my name enough? I, th- I
1: think so. Okay, great.
0: And that's the show. Thanks for listening to A Certain Degree. Where do you go from here? Tell your friends about how awesome this episode was. Subscribe to the show wherever you subscribe. Also, check out toacertaindegree.com. That's t o a certaindegree.com. You listened all the way to the end. Are you driving and you don't want to be irresponsible and skip to an episode of my favorite murder while piloting your automobile? I really appreciate how responsible you are. Thanks for being you and thanks for listening. I'll truly miss our little talks.